Trey, before we start talking about this week's episode, I want to talk about our friends over at Comfy Film NOLA. Comfy Film NOLA is a nonprofit filmmaking organization in New Orleans that provides community and opportunity to local filmmakers and artists. Comfy Film NOLA is launching on September 15th, so be sure to go to ComfyFilmNOLA.com for more information and details. Hi listeners, I'm Trey. And this is EY. Welcome to Pocast. Reviewing films with New Orleans flavor. EY, what is something that you've always wanted to do in the French Quarter? Easy. Rob a bank. Do they even have banks in the French? They have, oh, they, you know what? They do have a musical ATM in the French Quarter. You could rob that. Really? Yeah, they do. It's like right off canal i don't know what like what the street is on but it's like right off canal it's a atm that's just that just plays music interesting i actually did not know that yeah so so is yeah. it like a you can get money from it oh yeah it's it's like a real atm it just has speakers and plays music oh yeah okay it's it's a real thing i don't i mean i think robbing an atm might be harder than robbing a bank if you've seen Breaking Bad, you can see how difficult it can be. But I guess robbing a bank is a little more unpredictable. Unless you hack the ATM like watchdogs, then that would be a lot easier. You know, I, I don't know. Every single time I see those videos of, of people robbing ATMs, it's usually just tied to a rope and they drive away in their truck. And then drag the ATM like a Dukes of Hazard episode. Yeah, as a segue to our next discussion. Well, that's not... Well, I mean... You know, don't 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 push it. Don't force it. Let's do this naturally, because what I've always wanted to do, or at least something I've always wanted to see in the French Quarter is I've always wanted to see a streetcar blow up. It's funny that you should mention that because there's a game out there that fulfills all of our wishes. Yes. And there's also a movie that it happens in. It was an excellent movie called The Marine with... Freak, what's the wrestler's name? That John you can't... Cena? Yes, John Cena. Sorry, I couldn't see him. Uh, he's in that movie, and it's called The Marine, and it takes place in New Orleans, and our streetcar blows up. We should totally do that movie sometime. I'm adding it to the list. I can't say I've ever heard of it. We're going we're, we're gonna to do it. We're going to do it. Anyway, so yes, to segue into this conversation, uh, we are talking about Red Dead Redemption 2, which was one of the most anticipated games over the past decade, people waiting for it to come out since the first uh, huge success of the Red Dead Redemption, the first Red Dead Redemption by Rockstar. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in, I want to say, 18 or 19. And it was, it, dis, despite it being so overhyped and had such expectations for it, it not only met those expectations after 10 years, it exceeded them, in my opinion. I never played the first one. I played Red Dead Revolver. Mm-hmm. which was kind of like a spiritual yeah, first game. It didn't continue the story, obviously, with the Redemption series. Well, but, it um, actually is somewhere in, I believe, like I believe in both Red Dead Redemption games, there are Easter eggs of people talking about the events that happened in Red Dead Revolver. Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, I even playing the first one, I was pretty hyped for the, the second game. And I remember because I kind of, you know, at that time had to choose between Red Dead Redemption 2 or Spider-Man for the PS4. Good choice. And I think both 
are, are great games, mm-hmm. but I was so happy that I went with Red Dead Redemption 2 first. Oh yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, easily one of my top five video games of all time, in my opinion. But we are talking about this because there is a large portion of the game that takes place in a little state called Lemoyne, specifically in a city called Saint-Denis. And do you know what Saint-Denis Lemoyne is modeled after? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess the... New Orleans? Wrong. Idaho. No, it's New Orleans. (laughs) You know, even before playing the game, people were just talking about it, and I was so excited to get to that part. Once I got to that part, playing the game, uh, I felt like that's where the story really started coming together. I think that's where everything takes a, a downturn, and I, you know, sadly sped through the rest of the game after that. I feel like that's where the story really picked up and, and really started going, and I don't think I kind of really stopped to enjoy everything in between. I just started playing the main story until it was finished, um, so I was a little disappointed that I never went back to kind of explore every alley and nook and cranny. I think that would probably be my biggest regret of the game. The parts that I got to experience was was great. Yeah, it like it they I really feel they went out of their way to give as close a representation to a of course it takes place in 1899 so it's not you know exactly like new orleans today or anything like los santos would be to los angeles and grand theft auto 5 but like for for 1899 i really really feel like they did a great job in capturing the essence and the feeling of the french quarter and like even when you first get there it just everything everything looks so great and i mean you get there whenever um you know there's a one of the family members of the gang is you know this kid um jack who actually becomes you haven't played the first game but the second game is actually a prequel to the first game uh and jack becomes a more important character in the first game but he actually gets kidnapped and that's why they go to saint denis to try and find him kind of knew that but didn't realize you know the prequel aspect to the game yeah but yeah as far as you know the city itself Um, I think it did a great job. Like every district um, in the city kind of had its own personality, the kind of heart of the the French Quarter area to the, you know, more industrial warehouses and then kind of the slums. It was a pretty big city um, that had from... The parts that I played had a lot of unique areas or the areas that you did visit were pretty unique. And and yeah, I mean, from the music to the way the NPCs acted to some of the the missions, fighting off alligators and and other (laughs) swamp monsters and hillbillies. And yeah, I just for a a game that took a or a city that took a lot of inspiration uh, from New Orleans without being New Orleans. I think they did a really good job. Yeah, and they even, like, they're, you know, and, you know, like I said, it's not an exact recreation like Los Santos was, but there are places of New Orleans that are still incorporated into Saint Denis. Like, of course, you got Jackson Square, um, which looks almost exactly like Jackson Square, aside from there being a, uh, which I guess they probably didn't have a, uh, a Café du Monde across the street from Jackson Square in 1899, but where that should be is a bar that you visit a lot in uh, Saint Denis. Then they do have that old church that I want to say is on, God, I can't remember the street name, 
um, Aretha Castle Haley, maybe? I don't know. Do you know the big, The it's like this big old church that I think they actually use it as a homeless shelter now. That's like, it's close to, it's like right off the interstate when you come into uh, Uptown. I, yeah. I think I know where you're talking about. I just, I don't yeah. know the name, you know, and that was kind of yeah. one of the cool parts too. This isn't New Orleans, but you walk around and you're like, hey, I know that place yeah. or hey, or, I recognize that. Or, you know, they had the French market or something. And this is something that they got right. That is, you know, like I said, with uh, Princess of the Frog, how they got the the number four on the clock right. This is a detail that is so small that I really do just absolutely appreciate that they got it is the horse head horse hitches all throughout the quarter. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, probably like one they of the have first those. things I noticed. Yeah. And I loved it. I absolutely loved that. And I I mean, Rockstar and they were actually used to hit your horse. horses. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's something like, you know, say what you want about Grand Theft Auto five and how they keep re-releasing it and Rockstar, whatever they're doing, say what you will. Something that Rockstar has always done well, in my opinion, is recreating those cities. Like even, the, you know, Liberty City in Grand Theft Auto three or Vice City or or all of San Andreas in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, they just they do a real amazing job of really recreating and fleshing out those cities to really feel like they're supposed to feel like they do a great job of it. And, you know, even when I was playing Grand Theft Auto 3 way back in, God, 2001, 2002, one of the things that from that moment on I always wanted was for there to be a Grand Theft Auto in New Orleans. And while Red Dead Redemption is not Grand Theft Auto, it's essentially Grand Theft Auto with horses. And finally, after 20 years, I got it. I got my GTA Red Dead Redemption in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I definitely agree i think they do take pride in their work and and the cities they try to represent in a in a fictional environment but um yeah i mean it, they do a great job i think you appreciate it more when it's the largest city i think in the game oh yeah it's i kind of when the plot really ramps up and the game and, and story gets going not saying that it doesn't already but i think you know this is kind of the the place where everything gets tied together and mm-hmm. things really go downhill so um definitely suggest the game yeah especially maybe now that everyone's in quarantine if oh yeah you, if you want to visit new you know, orleans now's your yeah. chance and and there's really not too much of a difference between late 1800s new orleans and 2020 new orleans so, yeah uh probably more so same uh, ideals same politics same people yeah yeah uh, maybe um, less horses but i mean i still see plenty of horses um so and actually i do just want to mention a couple more things that you know they really get right i feel just outside of new orleans you know you do explore a little bit of the state of lemoyne which is modeled after louisiana but there is another setting in lemoyne that they that in my opinion is one of the greatest moments of the entire game and that takes place at the braithwaite braithwaite it's either braithwaite or braithwaite plantation which is modeled exactly after oak alley which if you've ever been there it's you know despite it being a plantation it is a very beautiful uh architectural design and the way that the the oak trees kind of overshadow the i guess it's not a driveway but the road going into the plantation and it just it when you look at the two between the braithwaite manor and oak alley they look exactly alike and they're as beautiful and it's this amazing moment where like the gang kind of comes down 
on the people who live there and just burn it down. And it's amazing. And there actually is, uh, I don't know the year, but there actually was a time when Oak Alley Manor was burned down. If you didn't know that. No, I, I don't think I did about the being burned down. You know, even the surrounding areas from that plantation um, to some of the, the smaller locations to the base camp that they set up in the, the old rundown, mm-hmm. you know manor house yes yeah, just it's it's new orleans but louisiana as a whole yeah and also for our true blood fans vampires did you do the vampire uh quest or mission i don't recall i don't think so yeah there is a vampire mission where you go around the city and you find these clues that eventually lead you to a dark alley uh at night and you find a vampire whether he's actually a vampire or just some crazy person uh drinking people's blood is up to debate but you full-on meet a vampire uh and you know you get to fight him you get to shoot him or he kills you um and then one last thing that this just makes my day is you know you played through the game so you know it the streetcar shootout oh yeah when they're escaping Mm -hmm. after the bank robbery no it's after they actually rob like the streetcar station oh Um, that's right and then they get on the streetcar and literally you drive it uh as far out of the city as you can like shooting as you're going and then you eventually crash it it was amazing it was so great like i love i uh, i love this game i did too um, I'll be honest, I did, I think, trade it in when I was done with it, holding out for their online community, and that just kind of was a little disappointed. Um, but yeah, I I love that game. Um, I have been thinking about going back and, and revisiting it. Maybe, you know, with the PS5, um, when that comes out, that might be another game that I, I rebuy just to play again. But yeah, definitely, I would say, top five games. Yeah, like if you I've had... all time. If you had to give it um, one out of five horse head horse hitches, what would you give it? Oh, I mean, definitely a, a five out of five. No Absolutely. Question. Five out of five. It, it And and I've actually been insulted on this. Someone uh, insultingly called me a cowboy fanboy because I loved it so much. But I do. And I would absolutely give it a five out of five. Well, I'm just going to end that on a uh, I completely agree. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard, remember to rate and review us on your preferred podcast app. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast or on Twitter at PocastNola. If you want to see everything in one place, visit our website at PocastNolaPodcast.com. Suggestions and feedback, positive or negative, can be sent to PocastNolaPodcast at gmail.com.